A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Content warning. The Adventures in Hellworld podcast talks in depth about QAnon, which means we have to talk about all kinds of child abuse and violence against people. Listener discretion advised. Hello, everybody. I am Mike Rains, a.k.a. Poker and Politics, and welcome to another episode of Adventures in Hellworld. Uh, this week, I am joined by Haley, a- a.k.a. Arizona Right Wing Watch. Hello. And the mysterious L. Hello, my people, babies. <laughs> uh, for those of you who didn't have the theater of the, we're doing the theater of the mind thing and don't have Haley on uh, cam as I do. She waved at us. She yeah. gave us a very polite wave <laughs> to let everybody know she had arrived on the podcast. It was very, very nice. All the listeners yeah. don't want to know the stuff I'm doing with my hands when I'm saying the words, which <laughs> I think it implies that I'm masturbating, but it could it just as easy be some sort of like, salute you don't want to be doing or it could be all manner of offensive hand gestures so just posting yeah 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 or maybe just dabbing like like this was two years ago i'm just constantly just just in frozen in a dab pose like a greek statue you're the you're the you're the world's worst like uh, weeping angel or whatever that doctor who monster was instead of just covering your eyes or your hands you got the dab going no way a thousand years from now people will just be like and behold rodan's the dabber and it's just me (laughs) Yes. Uh, please, that's what we want for fan art for the podcast. So anyone who wants to make L as a giant dabbing uh, statue. Yeah, so anybody that would like to sculpt an incredible statue of L dabbing, just yes. go ahead and do that. Just yes. by the fact that you don't know what I look like. Just imagine no. it. Yeah, just picture it. Picture it in your head. Just go for it. Just go. Just go hard. He's basically he's basically a Greek Adonis. So you've got you've got the template all set up right there. Yeah. Or uh, I mean, it's it would be closer if you were to just carve a statue of the Michelin Man dabbing. 
That'd be great. I'd take that also. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. as fa- as fat as uh, as conservatives mock Mike Rands for being boy howdy, if only they do. If only they <laughs> if only they knew the blob that was on the other side of mysterious hell, <laughs> they'd they, their minds they would reel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so. Uh, We've, that, we've had enough fun and frivolity here, but there's more fun and frivolity to be had in the amuse-bouche. It's time for a light sampling of insanity. Get ready for the amuse-bouche. Okay, so I'm, I'm excited to talk about our first amuse-bouche talking point for the week, because when I saw that it was happening, I thought it was a bit. I thought that at any moment Nathan Felder was going to come out and just be like, ha-ha, I gotcha! But... No, of course not, because why would he be involved in any of this CPAC bullshit? Uh, so our first uh, amuse-bouche for the week is going to be us discussing what I have in our head- uh, headline show notes as, quote-unquote, the art of crying, by which we're going to talk about that, quote-unquote, art installation piece where uh, January 6th jumpsuit guy cried in a cell uh, for all people who cared to to watch uh, which for me would be incredible because I would just stay there the whole time just like eating popcorn and just like talking to the guy and just like razzling him. But uh, no, Marjorie Taylor Greene showed up. She prayed with him. It was very weird. Uh, Mike, what's up? What's up with the art of crying? <laughs> so the best part of the art of crying, besides literally all of it, is that the guy who was our performance artist in it, uh, Brandon Stroka, I, I don't know if I got his last name right. Stroka. I, I don't want to get He was at the Carrie Lake event literally the night before. Ah, oh, just get, get, get doing the rounds. That guy, yeah. that guy is just in the right wing grift community. <laughs> now, yeah. if you don't know what this guy's original uh, shtick was, uh, this guy was the quote unquote founder of the Walk Away movement, which was all about like telling libs that yo, the Democratic Party has abandoned you. They suck. You should leave them and join the Republican Party because it's fucking awesome. It's so cool, and. That was how he tried to get his, himself ingratiated into conservative uh, right wing circles. And yeah, wa- then, walk a flock away. Yes, <laughs> exactly. And then he uh, showed up in the January 6th uh, uh, insurrection, did some shit. And the best part about all of this was he was and is a snitch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Simone Gold, a uh, right-wing grifter, uh, ivermectin promoter, just uh, COVID anti-vaxxer truther, just an absolute piece of shit, garbage human being. Uh, She got 60 days at at a club fed for her participation in the insurrection, and she was furious about it because, like, rich white women don't go to prison when they commit crimes. What are you talking about? Yeah, Um, remember when the first wave of these January 6th idiots had to go to jail? And everyone was just like, guys, you don't, you don't know, jail seems real bad. I feel so bad for these guys. Jail seems like not a fun time. It's like, yeah, well, it's never been a fun time, you fucking idiots. That's why people aren't <laughs> supposed to do crime. Right. It's That's the whole point of the deterrent system, that it sucks to go to jail. And the best part of this whole thing was that um, federal prosecutors said that they were able to really, like, nail gold of chargers to make her take a deal because if she didn't, she was going to get convicted. 
a lot because uh, Mr. Crying CPAC guy gave them information about what she did. He was like one of their lead sources that like helped put her behind bars for 60 days. And because he was such a good snitch, he only got probation. So he's like play acting as a one six criminal when he literally was helping put them behind bars. He was literally getting them jail time so he could skate. And then he was like, well, I feel well, really bad. But Mike, it's like, you know, when Da Vinci painted the Mona Lisa, he had the woman pose. So he had to put people in prison for this so that he could do his art. <laughs> this yeah. is, she has, it exactly. couldn't be him because if he was actually in prison, that's not art. That's just prison. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's not art. That's just prison. That's another one of our like golden quotes that needs to be part of the show. <laughs> just, yeah, that, that's going to be some more of our esoteric merch that doesn't exist. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Just like, what does that shirt even mean? And people are just like, I don't know. <laughs> it, it just sounded interesting and i like the podcast so whatever I, I i just threw him a few bucks it's fine so yeah, so, yeah i and then of course uh you do this thing and they had people like around his little fake cell praying for him and then marjorie taylor green came into the cell and prayed with him and people of course like slapped brazier's logos on it because it looked really weird and creepy and I mean, also throwing in money did you I see that? Oh, I think that's Brazzers. Brazier yeah, is a thing. Yeah. Brazier yeah. is what cups the boobies. Yes, that's that's what I, that's, that's how I always said it. I, I guess I was, <laughs> I, I was razzled by their their uh, name of the that porn company. I've yeah, you're tricked. getting razzled and brazzled. Yes, <laughs> wordplay. Damn it! God damn it! I'm so, so... people were, people were throwing cash at this guy in his cell. Yeah, yes, they were like yes. handing him cash and throwing it at him. It was like donos or like he was a stripper. Both. <laughs> Yes, yeah. uh, fair enough. I mean, that would have been the that would have been the thing. Will real interesting if he had just like had a, 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 like another bar descends from the center of the cell, and he just starts getting real sexy with it. And he's, he's incredibly skilled. Just and he's just wildly good at it. He's got all the tricks down. He's just got his one leg looped around it. He's just like centrifugal forcing it in like a circle, and everyone's like, "Woo!" <laughs> So yeah, that was uh, the the photo that people were using is like quote unquote the porn shot was uh, MTG kneeling before him and at her feet you could see a twenty dollar bill. <laughs> yeah. So if you wanted to like put two and two together and come up with some nefarious situation here, this looks like a sex act has been paid for and is a now is a now about to be initiated between this John and his sex worker. And it's in like a cage with people it is in a watching. Cage. It's like hella right, yeah. BDSM. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's like yeah, it's this it's this total swinger club where our, yeah, oh my god. Yeah, See, a, I'm not a, gonna lie that when I saw the photo, I didn't notice the money on the ground, which is why I was surprised that people were throwing him cash. So I just saw that and I was just like, eh, yeah, she's kneeling in front of him. She could be going for some fellage, but seems like kind of a reach. Uh, the, the money opens. I mean, wow, that that really opens it up to interpretation. That's buck wild. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It is good performance art, though, because we're talking about it, you know. Oh yeah, we're, yeah, we're we're we're, we're well, we're talking about yeah, it. We're, we're talking about it, and we're all just like, "Gee, what a powerful piece that really stirred my emotions." It's certainly not. Oh, yeah. Gee, what what a dumb fuck loser. It is. It is an interesting piece for the reasons that they don't think. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I, I'm dead serious. It, it, I'm dead serious. If that guy ever wants to, if, if he ever wants to collaborate, it, it, if he will allow me to set up on the outside of his cage and just laugh and eat popcorn and make fun of him and high five other people as they walk by, we can collab on that art piece. I'd be happy to do it. Bring yeah. it to a democratic convention, bro. Let's roll it out. Let's, oh, he's going to bring it here and I'm going to fucking go. I'm going to go make fun of him. <laughs> That'd be great. I mean, but, but the, the thing is, like, I, I'm like, I'm a, I'm a big enough guy where I probably don't have to deal with some conservative idiot trying to fight me on site if I'm making fun of the guy. So I could probably get a little bit of time out of it. Like, I could set up a little director's chair and just like have the popcorn going and just be eating it. And when people walk by, I could just be like, this fucking guy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you like, you see what you see? This fucking idiot. You know what he did? He did a fucking insurrection. He tried to topple America's government, and he's sad. He went to jail for it. He he's thought he was going to get away. Yeah, and, and he's a snitch. <laughs> <laughs> and other people who are actually in real prisons are there because of him. <laughs> this fucking piss baby. Yeah, it's not really uh, the crowd to be the snitch in. You know. Yeah. I, I just love that. I love that literally this guy snitched and then he gets to go to see back and do his performance art and everyone's okay with it. It's just like, my God, there's no shame in that crowd. Like literally none. It's so wild how absolutely willing they are to accept anybody. They're like, Hey, Brandon, we know that you, you know, like turn state's evidence against a few people and put them in jail. But uh, CPAC's really hurting for entertainment. So if you want to get your fake prison in here and do a little weepy cryy, we're down. We're good. It's all. Oh, uh, Mike! Did somebody say Brandon? Yeah. We, uh, we, we forgot to actually add it to the show notes, but okay. We're segue away from this this idiot because we already talked about it for like eight minutes or whatever. So <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy in a stupid art piece. I can't wait to make fun of him if I ever get to see it in person. It'll be great. I'll get into mini fights. It'll be incredible. Uh, and then I will hope to be bailed out of any sticky situation I get into by our new Lord and Savior and the the the, the most recent steward of the Chuck Norris meme. Uh, Dark Brandon. Love Dark Brandon. I mean, like like any meme, it's going to wear out its welcome in like a week or two. But for for a week or two, I am happy that we have co-opted like the like the the enemies of stupid shit to make our own funny meme about meme about how incredible Joe Biden is. Uh, Mike, for the people at home, you, you want to give a breakdown of the darkest of Brandons? <laughs> so, um, for those of you who don't live in an absolute cesspool that is the internet. The whole let's go Brandon thing was a coded way to say fuck Joe Biden because apparently conservatives are like worried about the profanity and sounding mean. And because so of the running... Lord. Oh, yes. Because, yes, because of the Lord. Because of the Lord and his delicate Lord ears. Oh, yeah. The Lord who, you know, in the, in the Old Testament just murdered everybody because he felt like it. He doesn't he, he can't deal with swearing, but murder. Great. So, um. They were doing this, they were doing their dumb, let's go Brandon shit, and then uh, left-wing people uh, co-opted it, and basically what happened, uh, the, the, the flashpoint of all of this was, is uh, Biden put out a tweet that was basically, yo, gas companies, what the fuck, like, you're raking America over the coals and oil prices are going down, this is bullshit. And obviously it was not because of this tweet, but literally gas prices have fell every single day since that tweet got posted by yeah, the president. Gas is down like a dollar a gallon. Nobody's saying shit about it. Gas prices high. Joe Biden is the worst. Gas prices back low again. Ignore that. 
Joe Biden exactly. had nothing to do with that. Right. Or as Fox News did, they interviewed mom and pop gas stations going, is gas going down too quickly? What's happening to the small business person in America who had a gas station? What's Biden become? How What's am like- I supposed to feed my kids? Only <laughs> selling gas at three fifty a gallon. <laughs> exactly. So that happened. And then, of course, uh, we got the CHIPS Act passed, the PAC Act passed. We killed the leader of Al-Qaeda. All kinds of good stuff has been going uh, Team Democrat and Team Biden's way. So people have been kind of like crowing about the, the things that are happening here. Oh, yeah, by the way, the IRA is going to pass very soon. And so people are like, well, Biden's kicking ass. So how do we like celebrate that? How do we point that out? It's like so they took the Brandon thing and they turned him into dark Brandon. And he is now basically like some version of Batman and just a general shit kicking badass who is going to end all the malarkey. Well, and he's, I saw- he's just as powerful as the joke demands at the time. Like right. Chuck, like Chuck Norris and ultra instinct shaggy before him. Uh, dark branded is just, do, do you want your meme to be Joe Biden powering up and going super Saiyan like Son Goku? Well, then dark Brandon is as powerful as Son Goku. Do you want him to be devouring the world like Galactus? Well, then dark Brandon is as powerful as Galactus. He yeah. is whatever you want him to be. Yes, he's very malleable that way. Yes. And um uh I and also like I just like uh, I saw one that was using a Batman poster but like instead of the bat symbol it was an ice cream cone cuz Biden does love his ice cream. So they've they're finding all these ways to like put this kind of stuff out there. I remember the weird Coney Island TikTok stuff where the guy called Biden Brandon, no By- Byron, that's what they called him and like uh Biden in the White House did a riff on that. They had the Jonas Brothers do a TikTok video with them and stuff like that. So the Biden White House knows this shit and they're posting the dark Brandon memes too. And I'm seeing people going, oh, you're trying to get in on this. You know, there's Nazi connotations to this shit. It's like, you know what? Fuck off. Everyone does the laser eyes for everyone nowadays. The laser eyes were fash wave. That was a thing. But now every person on the internet who someone loves gets laser eyes. That's just how this works. And so um, as my favorite villain in the universe uh, syndrome once said, if everyone has laser eyes, then nobody does. So you don't have to worry about it. It's, it's, not, it's not a big deal. So, um, but if, hey, if you guys want to piss and moan about having your memes stolen and made uh, cool for libs, because now it's cringe. Yeah, that's what everything becomes. Everything's cringe in the end. So don't worry about it. Get over I yourself. also love seeing the people complaining about it where they're just like, wow, I, these are the sort of things that I would post non-ironically and now the stupid libs are posting it ironically. What a bunch of idiots. And it's just like, well, that's just because you guys are too stupid to actually be on the right side of it. So it seems if it seems foolish to you because you are the fool. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, so that's great. I, I love a little dark Brandon. We don't have to dwell on it for too long. But uh, yeah. but for, for, the, for those of you who have not uh, experienced the darkest of Brandons, uh, do, do, do a little Google search or whatever. Just pull up some of the, the images and videos. They're pretty funny. Yeah. And, th- and that one video has a has a soundtrack that slaps. I believe it's Carpenter Brew. It's 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 one of the it's one of those cool synth or dark wave bands. And uh, it, it slaps. So got to love that. I, I love the ending of the video that I saw where uh, they just smash cut the two clips of, of uh, Biden saying, for those of you who voted for Trump, there is no escape. And then he just gives a big smile. It's just like so perfectly done. It's just like, yeah. yep, 
it's he's coming for you. Dark Brandon's coming. Uh, much and, like and, and, and when we all voted in the last election, we knew we were voting for somebody who was incredibly powerful and charismatic. We were all just like, we love Joe Biden. There was no other choice. This is the guy. We all love him 100%. There's no question about it. Um, and uh, that was just the way it was. Okay, so moving right along to talk about other people that are that are uh, stupid and or foolish. Uh, let's talk about aspiring Drongo, Ron Watkins. <laughs> now, I don't expect all of our listeners to know what a Drongo is. A Drongo, uh, it is uh, Australian slang for somebody who is stupid or foolish. Now, Mike, why would I be applying Australian slang to our friend, Ron Watkins? Uh, it appears that our boy Ron Watkins, who totally didn't flee America while he was on his way to losing a uh, uh, election for Congress, apparently has set up shop in Australia. Yeah, so our boy uh, Watkins uh, has we have uh, and visual evidence of him just hanging out in Australia. Just uh, and apparently this was a week before the Arizona primary vote came in. So. Uh, my belief that we all should have rallied behind Ron Watkins and voted for him to make him the Republican nominee seems even more appropriate because he would have had to have literally uh, come back to America because he was halfway across the globe a week before the election, just having thrown in the towel, just having totally quit or or possibly actually ducking a subpoena from the 1-6 committee. One of those Do we know things. what this Yahoo source of income is? How could he afford to just decide to live in a different country at the drop of his Wagyu cowboy hat? Like, he's from Japan. He is running for office in America. Failing that, he just leaves and fucks off to Australia for a while. First of all, how many of these countries actually want walk-ins? Probably none of them. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, at the very least he has the money to make these attempts. Is, is, is he just like actually sick with computer programming or stuff? Like what's the deal? Where's his money coming from? Uh, it, it has to be coming from his pop pop. I mean, the only job, Jim, that he's yeah. had, right. The only, per, the only job he's had that anyone knows about is him being like quote unquote admin of eight coon. So like he works for his dad. That's, and I mean, I don't know exactly how Jim Watkins is wealthy. I mean, he's a he's just a weird dude who runs a who runs all sorts of like odd scams. I mean, the dude got uh, bought out by Nintendo because he made a gay like porn site called Pokemon, and Nintendo didn't want that stink on Pokemon, so they cut him a check. I mean, he's like Jim's a weird internet grifter guy who if he struck it rich through that shit in the. Uh, the the shit with two chan and all that kind of stuff. I mean, Jim's just fucking. His story is a very bizarre one. And so so he, he is the Joseph Smith to QAnon's Mormonism. He's like a yes. known grifter that started a movement that somehow took off, despite the fact that if he just followed the receipts, you can get to the endpoint and just be like, "Hey, this person's a grifter." <laughs> yes, yeah. It's just like you're like, look, this guy's an obvious con man. There's no two ways about it, and everyone's like, "No, man, he has golden plates." I mean, we're not allowed to see them, but why would he? Why would the obvious scripture lie about the golden plates? That doesn't make any sense. I mean, so yeah. Now I say, a country with liberalism is a little like a mule with a spinning wheel. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. God. Uh, okay, yeah. so uh, do we know why Australia and why why Ron did not just flee back to his native homeland of Japan? That I haven't heard anything about. Uh, he likes th- the aesthetic of Arizona, so he chose uh, Australia. He, he chose. He, <laughs> he, he, he was chose, like, God, God, I, I can't. Now that, I need now that more Arizona. 
Yeah, now that I've experienced crushing heat, I can't live without it. I need to move to Australia, where where they have long since destroyed their ozone layer. They, they were trying to work on perpetual fall back when that was still a prototype phase. And, uh... <laughs> yeah, Australia was the beta testing for climate change, and just living in a in a in a, in a country that is just nothing but deserts, flat deserts, and just baking sun. That's Arizona. And, <laughs> yeah, but but you can have that in country form if you just yeah. go to Australia. Fuck having it as just one little tiny state in America. Just have it everywhere. Like literally, until you make it to the coasts of Australia, you just get to bake. You just get to sizzle. I mean, yeah, that's all, why all the all the fun of uh, Arizona, comma United States of America, without any of the subpoenas of Arizona, <laughs> comma United States of America. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's like the ultimate risk reward for Ron. I mean, it's perfect. It's absolute perfect setup for the man. So I can't see how I, I can't see how he would have refused it. It's fucking win win for the boy. Okay. Well, at some point we'll have to. Well, at some point we'll have to. We'll have to talk to Karma about how she feels about Rod Watkins invading her country. He's a madman. He can't be stopped. He just he just invades other people's country and oh my god, like slightly ruins them. And he deleted all his Australia conspiracy posts yet last night. Did you see that? <laughs> No, I didn't. No, I, I didn't know he had Australian conspiracy. Yeah, I was sending Karma some. Uh, I was like memeing at her <laughs> and sending what? him his Australia posts. And then I was going to resend them and I was looking for him. I'm like, what the fuck is this bitch deleting like right now? <laughs> so, wait, what, what, what were his conspiracy theories about Australia? Well, don't you remember when Australia fell? Oh, right. It's the conquest. Like the COVID <laughs> lockdowns made yeah. Australia into a police state. That, yeah, he was big uh, into that. Oh, uh, which which um, I'm going to play the cues in the news bump so we can talk about that right away with you, because that's your neck of the woods there, Ailey. From the digital headlines to the digital front lines, it's cues in the news. So speaking of people who talked about Australia falling, uh, let's talk about uh, the, one of the two people that could be your new governor in the state of Arizona, Carrie Lake, who went on Australian 60 Minutes and told them, hey, guys, your country fell because you don't have the Second Amendment and guns. Oh, my America God, that's yeah. Uh, so if I was keeping track on Twitter the other day, I believe that not only has Australia fallen, which I did forget about, but that would explain why the Queen of Earth has given them a new, has decreed that they have a new ruler. Like both Australia and New Zealand, you are now ruled by this person, according to Queen of Earth, uh, previously Queen of Canada, whatever that lady's name is. Yeah. Uh, apparently today, it's either today or tomorrow, she's going to start a citizen's arrest campaign. Like her followers are supposed to start citizens arrest people that displease her. So Good. That- uh, uh, fuck around and find out. I mean, hopefully the danger isn't that. Hopefully the danger to the people that are involved like isn't too great. But at some point, like if all these people want to want to get all all up in their feels and like super like supercharge the rhetoric and maybe call themselves to action, it's just like, well, then just fucking do it. I mean, we'll get into this later in the podcast. Uh, but uh, I-, I would like for many of these people to get to the finding out part of fucking around. So, uh, but but that's neither here nor there for the moment. Let's talk about Arizona for a while. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, Haley has just uh, put a finger gun to her head and pulled the trigger, for, by the way. Just thinking of the magic of her new governor, QAnon's favorite candidate, the beloved Carrie Lake. So... Uh, what's it like on the ground there in Arizona? Where okay, first of all, I, did you see that that Liz Crokin post the night that she won, the night that Carrie won, and uh, Liz was like, "A tree caught fire here that night." 
Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, so uh, the best part about this is Liz Crokin uh, posted this shit about a th- a lightning bolt hitting a tree in Arizona and setting it on fire as a sign of God's celebration of Kerry Lake's victory. And then she mentioned that a lightning bolt also hit in Washington, D.C. and injured people. And QAnon celebrated this shit so much. And then it came out that someone died from the lightning strike in Washington, D.C. Three people died? Yeah. Okay, I knew the first guy died. I didn't hear about the other two. I knew four people had been hit and, and injured, but three of them died. So God is just killing people with lightning bolts in celebration of Carrie Lake's victory. And everyone's like, way to go, God! Killing random people—what we always wanted. We're back to the Old Testament. I love them all. They just be like rooting, and they're just like, "Fuck yeah, Christian God getting the job done." We love Christian God, and Zeus is just like, "What the fuck do I have to do?" (laughs) Christian God is like patting him on the back. He's just like, "It's okay, buddy." (laughs) And he's like, "But this is my thing. I'm literally Zeus." What the fuck? Why? How do you get credit for everything? And Christian God's just like, monotheism, bro. It's the greatest. It's the sweetest thing. You get to be the god of everything. You guys really should have tried it. And Zeus is like, we didn't even think and, of that. And back apparently, in you, everything good gets attributed to you, and everything bad gets attributed to just wait for it to get good. good, good trust the plan. It's, <laughs> it'll happen anytime soon. Don't you worry. Right. Oh, yeah. God works in mysterious ways, and his celebrations involve killing random people for no good reason. I actually saw uh, one QAnon promoter talking about that lightning bolt, explaining that they were like, hey, wait a minute. Maybe this lightning bolt's a cover story for all those ambulances and like uh, vehicles all near the White House. I think something's up. And it's like, yeah, people got hit with a lightning bolt, and 911 got called, and they were put in ambulances and take them to hospitals and it didn't and it went bad for a lot of them it was really it was really bad but you idiots think that like something happened like that joe biden like was like stroking out or something and they had to cover it up with the cover story of a lightning attack it's like oh my god these i just love the idea that, that that christian god is just as ineffectual as uh yoda in the new star wars movies where it's just like they they just waited until this random seeming time to actually be like, hey, I exist and I can shoot lightning and destroy stuff if I want to. It's just like God didn't decide that Joe Biden winning the election or Obama winning the election or any of this other stuff that all these conservative Christians hate. Like that was no lightning bolts there. Certainly no lightning bolt to kill Joe Biden or whatever. It's like, no, no, no. Carrie Lake is getting the governorship. Now it's time to show them that I I rule with my simultaneous <laughs> lightning strikes. <laughs> yeah, and it, and it's a Republican primary. Like, what's what's God going to do if she wins the general? Like, literally burn Arizona to the ground in celebration. He's like, my girl did it. Boom, sulfur. It's going to be literal Sodom and Gomorrah. Only it's going to be Phoenix and some other city in Arizona. I only know Phoenix. Tucson. Tucson, yeah, Boom, Tucson, and Fe- yeah, yeah, Tucson, the other city in Arizona. That's that's <laughs> yes. their that's their yeah. slogan. Welcome to Tucson, <laughs> the, the other city in Arizona. <laughs> Truly, uh, I, and and I'm allowed to laugh at this joke because I lived in I lived in Nevada for five years, and Nevada has Las Vegas and Reno, and nothing yep. else. Also, so that's that's it. That's yeah. The, uh, well, Reno's slogan is the Tucson of Nevada. So right, I mean, exactly. it, all, it all makes sense. Exactly. Yep. Uh, okay, so we we sort of gotten off track. So uh, what <laughs> talk about lightning? <laughs> uh, so so what what is the timber of Arizona like, as far as you can tell? Now, now that Carrie Lake's got a little bit more juice than maybe we all had hoped. Uh, well, man, 
So she's barely kind of squeaked in that win. Uh, she was down by 10 points the night of, if you were watching her uh, party. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, it was yeah. Not, yeah. yeah. Um, on Right Side Broadcasting Network. She was down by 10 points. So the vibes were kind of down. You know, everybody was like sad and then um, also pretty fucking angry and ready to like start every conspiracy. They were already like saying every conspiracy, election conspiracy you could think of. Oh, God. <laughs> Q- QAnon was talking about how that shit was rigged. Uh, Gre- Greg Phillips. That's just mainstream boy- here. I know. Our, <laughs> Greg, our, our boy Greg and his dumb beard, he was like, he's like, this stinks. There's something terribly wrong about this. And, and it's like, hey, um, she won. I just, yeah. I love the fact that these pricks pissed and moaned about the, like, the, the, we, we knew the Red Mirage was a real thing on election night in 2020. And these, these assholes pissing and moaning about the 3 a.m. ballot dump and all this stuff. Guess how Carrie Lake won? Yeah, she had 1 a.m. De- ballot dumps because I stayed up. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, you 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 got it at 1 a.m. I'm on the East Coast. I yeah. saw the four oh, yeah. ballot that put her up that gave her the lead over Robson. And then I was like, God damn it. Because the thing was, like, I knew it was coming because she was just kept creeping and creeping and creeping. And I knew she was going to catch her. And then it happened. And I was like, ah, fuck, now I can go to bed. But it, it's just that. It's just the fact that literally these idiots are just arguing about the – a procedure for tabulating votes. And basically in this case, uh, the early votes in Arizona were were counted ahead of time where Robson's early votes got counted, like basically the day of the election, they were in the bank. Uh, Once the polls closed, they were able to hit the button and put up the early votes. And with the early votes, Robson had the big lead. And then the late votes came in and Lake overtook her and won. In 2020, it was the exact opposite, where all these Republican states rigged it so the early votes couldn't be counted until later. So it was election day votes only, and oh, look, Trump's in the lead. And then they started cracking open those envelopes with all the mail-in votes, and oh, no, Biden beat him. Holy shit. And that's why the Republicans- Mules, et cetera. Yes, yes. Mules, et cetera. And that's why the Republicans did that, because they knew. They knew if all those states were allowed to just open those mail-in ballots and tabulate them from Jump Street when they hit enter on election night after the polls closed. Everyone was like, holy shit, Biden has a massive lead. Trump's election day vote better cut into it or he's fucked. And Trump would get close, get close, get close. Oops, ran out of votes. Biden wins. Womp, womp. So the only way they could ever put Trump in the lead at the start was to not count the early votes early. They had to count the the they had to count the mail-in votes and the early voting on the back end. So, but the the difference and that's what they actually did in Arizona. But it just turned out that Kerry had enough uh, election day voting to overcome it and win. Yeah, because in and- Arizona, um, we have mail-in ballots. We've had it for since I've been born. We yeah, literally uh, always have mail mail-in ballots. Oh, like, so you've oh, been rigging elections now for a while. Yeah, a long time. Yeah. Um, it's done by like 90% of our state. (laughs) It's super easy to vote here generally for most people. Yeah. Um, If if I lived in Arizona, I wouldn't want to go outside either. It's like 120 degrees. But, uh, because there's all the conspiracies about mail-in ballots now, uh, a lot of Republicans didn't want to mail in their ballot early. So they all just voted day of. So that's why there was a huge chunk of day of voters because they were like, we don't trust the mail-ins. There was a ton right. of conspiracies about the 
ballot boxes. Some people got harassed at the ballot boxes here. Um, That's good. That's a very healthy. Oh, yeah. There was a lot of really healthy things for democracy happening on our election day. Um, Did you hear about the Penthal incident? Nope. I want to hear that. Tell us. Uh, One of the one of the ladies that's working with Austin Steinbart, um, Gail Golick. Yep. She's running or she was running for the Maricopa board. Uh, She lost, thankfully. (laughs) I was worried about that one. Really having baby Q on your staff was a bad sign. Maybe you weren't running a serious campaign. You know, she was, she got closer than his other candidates that he was running. He had a candidate for governor too. Oh Um, my God. But (laughs) what? Carrie, Carrie Lake wasn't nuts enough for baby Q. Baby Q needed someone stronger than Carrie Lake. Oh my God. Yeah. So, uh, Gail Golick. um, Okay. So, they wanted people on a day of voting to vote with the pens that they were providing, you know, at the voting. Right. Oh yeah. This, this, is, this is a redo of Sharpie gate, isn't it? it? Yeah. A little bit. Um, so they said like, please don't bring your own pen. Please use the pen provided for you. And people were like, why the fuck are you telling us to use the pen that you're providing us? What's up with the pen? Because they're, they're Chinese pens that will change your vote. Literally, literally, fucking literally, yeah. Um, <laughs> so Gail Golick was like, hey, everybody, just steal the pens. She's running for office here. so And people started stealing the pens. There was a, a incident at one of the places they didn't have enough pens because so many people were stealing them. Um, so she's running for off. And I mean, I know that pens are sort of like small ball in terms of the sort of thing that you can steal. Oh, she got a still- cease and desist. I was about to say, stealing those is still a crime, right? And certainly mobilizing people to commit a crime, not a good yeah, election running for office. Yeah. <laughs> On top of just theft, right? It's right. just like literally just like go go to this election office and steal their boxes of stuff. Like, I don't think a political candidate could say that because that's literally mobilizing people to crime. But Trump did the same fucking thing on January 6th, and apparently like 48% of the country doesn't think that's a crime either. So what <laughs> yeah. do I know? <laughs> yeah. For real. God, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so we had a little pen gate, pencil gate. That's what they call it. They're oh called God. pencils. I just, I just love that like, your state went from like Sharpie gate to pen gate to just writing instrument gate. It's just you can't help yourselves. So, uh, all right, but, get, get the cyber ninjas back in here. Have them look at yes, the real. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> somebody hit the cyber ninjas signal and shine it up into the sky so that they know their services are needed to the tune of two million taxpayer dollars again. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, God. And my favorite part about that is they did this grift. They did this scam. And then they came back and said, you know what? Biden won by even more than we thought he did. And no one I haven't. I mean, I'm sure at the time there was anger against them, but no one talks about cyber ninjas anymore. You've got fucking Dinesh and True the Vote and all these people talking about all this corruption in Arizona will be revealed. And it's like, are you going to go at cyber ninjas? Because they have to be part of the corruption. They literally have to be in on the plot because they verified Maricopa County. Uh, Patrick Byrne, Mike Lindell, uh, I think Michael Flynn, all of these shitheads had packs that were raising money for cyber ninjas to do this audit. Every fucking right-wing shithead had their finger in that pie. And then when they cooked the pie, the pie said, guess what? Dark Brandon wins again. And he went by more votes than you thought he did. I mean, and so I just, like, 
if if they were intellectually honest, which none of them are or ever will be, like literally, true the vote has to be like you know who's a fucking piece of shit, Mike Lindell and and Patrick Byrne and Michael Flynn, like cyber because they put cyber ninjas in there to do the Arizona thing and it was fraudulent and it's all bullshit. So they yeah. didn't get corrupted by Dark Brandon's dark powers until after they had started the process. Then oh. uh, he he cast his wicked spell of liberalism upon them and they sort of became glassy-eyed and thousand-yard stared and just reported, yes, Joe Biden has affirmed the victor. He is our leader. And they're just like, what? Why are you talking? Why are you talking so weird? Don't worry about it. Okay, cool. <laughs> so what does, uh, what does Carrie Lake's uh, primary win mean for uh, society in general, but specifically society in Arizona? Well, let's just say that everybody actually involved in the audit that ran won their position. So that's kind of the vibes here. You know Ken Bennett? Nope. Oh, I, I don't know anyone. So okay. It's... He was the guy that actually led the audit. He won. He's he he's back in office. Yeah. Uh the guy who uh was part of the audit that also stormed January uh stormed the Capitol on January sixth, he's back in office. Um so that's kind of the vibes here. If you like helped sow disinformation or um kiss trump's ass like super hard you you get the nomination you win but uh trump got 15 out of 15 of his uh picks here yeah and obviously mark and carrie and um a guy named abe hamaday and also blake masters are kind of like the top four that they're pushing um and they're all election deniers that's kind of the point Right. But uh, the, the, the good news that what what good news we can have is that the polling right now shows that Hobbs is well ahead of Lake in the general that I've from what I've seen. So, yeah, that's great in- news. Um, I don't think Mark Fincham getting the nomination is going to be good for the state anyway, no matter what. Oh, yeah, Finch, but uh, is there actual, I mean, Secretary of State's bitch. Okay, he's not, Mark, Fincham's fucked is what you're saying? Fincham is fucked and we're fucked because of it. <laughs> Why? Is the Democrat not great or something? No, I'm saying Fincham will burn the state down. Oh, so like he's just well, well, like why so like he's just going to election deny but you know who cares? Fincham? I know Fincham, but I'm just saying like I don't understand how uh a guy losing a race for Secretary of State is going to burn the state down. Does like Fincham's like audience is I mean, it, you didn't he... live 2 years of stop the steal because you're not in my state. <laughs> right. I know. Well, you, just... I think that's what, what Mike is saying is that as people who know precious little about Arizona, because we don't live there, it's hard for us to understand exactly how devastating that is. Well, let's because... just say that the day that Carrie won, they had to put up a fence around the building where the election workers were working because people were already forming themselves around there to go fucking bust that shit down like last time. Um, a couple people got harassed at the ballot box, even though um that's illegal uh carrie won if you didn't notice she actually it was pretty obvious that she won the night of but like obviously we do this thing called counting when you vote and like we have tipusa here so they were fully like all right everybody let's get ready to start protesting because they're not calling the race for carrie and they're gonna pull some bullshit um, uh, is is Tipusa Turning Point USA? Yeah, they're headquartered here. Okay, I was like, I don't, I didn't, I, I just want to make sure that I think most people know them as Turning Point USA. I've never oh, right. Them, I've never heard them as Tipusa, and I was Turning very, Point. 
Right. I was very confused by that. I was like, I probably need to clarify that. Yeah. It's like turning point, uh, Charlie Kirk, Jack Posobiec, they all live, they all like kind of headquarter here and so disinformation with our Republicans. Oh, and uh, Praying Medic is lives in Arizona. A major patriot lives in Arizona. Yeah. QAnon is very well centered. And I mean, we know Q himself ran in your state for Congress and then he fled to Australia, as we previously mentioned. So, yeah, uh, your the rich tapestry of Arizona politics is very right wing lunatic based. So anyway, the ballot counting happened, you know, normally. Right. right. <clears throat> and well, Kerry won finally. Um, and then the Republican Party here decided to censure the Republican Maricopa recorder because he didn't fucking call the race quick enough for Kerry. Oh, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I oh, I, there was a, one, of, one of my favorite QAnon uh, shitheads, uh, the guy who uh, w- literally left a woman mid coitus because she was insufficiently MAGA for him and then heard frogs croaking in December a little bit of a lunatic uh that guy was like carrie lake obviously won but they delayed the vote counting two times to try to steal it yeah. katie Ho- katie hobbs is the secretary of state in arizona she needs to be arrested immediately and i'm like ah, well that's about the only way carrie lake's gonna win that election is to have katie hobbs in prison because uh yeah, Carrie Lake's a nut, and I think most of Arizona knows that. I think most of America knows it. Uh, yeah, a few so- journalists were sending me the threats that they were getting, even though they called the race, like they projected Carrie winning, and they were still getting threats like, you're not you're not being loyal enough to this uh, person. <laughs> uh, it's kind of sh- it was, uh, yeah, they were getting a lot of threats. It's just like, we're definitely going to get like localized, kind of stop the steals, I think. For the midterms, and Arizona is going to be like number one. Oh, uh, oh, uh, you uh, okay? Well, this is going to segue into our next topic, which is basically. Oh, it better be fucking good. Oh yeah, he was there for us. I've been sitting on a segue for a while, just waiting for it to organically come up, and so here you go, Mike. The floor is yours. No, 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 no. The last person who helped (laughs) at our Maricopa uh, stop the steal, Alex Jones. Oh, you know, I don't. I, 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 I was going to go for the biggest of big boys here, oh. but uh, so because no, but, that, damn, we we all wanted it. to segue. Every every everybody wanted to segue. Well, uh, <laughs> I, my segue was uh, well, uh, I, I believe I I do declare I think Arizona will make a fine state for the capital of our glorious new confederacy because civil war is upon us, Mike. <laughs> why are we going into another civil war? Uh, we're going into another civil war because the FBI raided Mar-a-Lago. Oh. And, yeah, th- uh, this is a crazy headline, and the only reason it was not our lead headline for the week is because we have uh, Arizona Right Wing Watch uh, on the show, like so that we could get, like laser focus to talk about that specific slice of crazy. But this headline is obviously completely fucking bananas like (laughs) there was no way we were avoiding talking about this uh so yeah uh the the feds raided donald trump (laughs) yes (laughs) yeah so the like the 64 dollar question kind of is exactly why did the feds raid him um from all indications, like the public's like, and people are wondering, is this a smoke screen? Is this true? What is going on? But the general gist of like the, uh, the, the general gist is that Trump famously literally had a bunch of classified documents that he just 
took with him from the White House and brought to Mar-a-Lago. And at some point, like in the spring, the federal investigators were like, hey, uh, Don, do you happen to have classified documents here in Mar-a-Lago that you like kind of shouldn't have? And Trump was like, yeah, what of it? I mean, I just took stuff from the White House because that's what you do when you're a Republican president who is untouchable by the law. And the federal investigators were like, oh, okay, good to know. And then like smash cut to many months later, Donald Trump's like, I don't believe it. The feds raided my fucking house. What the shit was that? It's like you you told them you had this shit there. And we don't know why they want they, – they th- because getting a warrant and doing this kind of thing indicates it was like a time-sensitive situation where they, they had to get those documents like at that moment and they couldn't wait to just like call Trump's lawyers and try to work it out with him and all that kind of stuff. No, this is just – we're coming in there and we're taking this shit. So, well, yeah, because if, if they waited too long, every toilet in Mar-a-Lago would have been filled with shredded document. <laughs> yes. <laughs> They, they, they would have, the FBI would have had to get like a septic pump tank team out there to pump <laughs> sensitive documents out of the the bowels of Mar-a-Logo, Mar-a-Logo, Mar-a-Logo. <laughs> and, and they would have probably accidentally got his ex-wife's body because Donald Trump is a fucking ghoulish monster. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. It, yeah, it's so bizarre that this happened. And and the thing is, is I'm, I'm seeing people thinking that it has to be bigger than the documents. And then I'm seeing other people like taking the line of, hey, this is Al Capone's income tax evasion. They're going to get him on something that they have him like stone cold nailed on. Uh, people have pointed out that this law that it, that Trump is alleged to have broken was a law that Trump himself signed into law because the Republicans were like wanting to like punish Hillary for the emails. They wanted to be like, we're, we're the comp- we're the party that preserves documents and integrity. And we don't acid wash our cell phones after we use them. Cause, cause we don't have anything to hide. So like, apparently uh, Senator Cotton from Arkansas was like the leader of the, of getting this bill through Congress and signed by Trump. That was like, if you fuck with those documents, Oh, you're going to the slammer. You're going to do hard time if you do this shit. So it's like literally Trump signed the law that might put him into jail. That is like so fucking crazy to me. It's so great. And also Trump appointed the head of the FBI that's overseeing this operation, which is really yep. funny because a lot of Trump supporters are, are really calling for that guy's head and the head of whoever put him in charge. Hey, whoever put this guy in charge is an idiot and they should be killed immediately. And it's just like Donald Trump did that. And they're just like, I never said that. Donald Trump is great. And if he did it, it must be 40 chess. And don't I deleted those tweets and there's no record of me ever saying those things. 
<laughs> yeah, that is uh this is why um I I love using my wallpaper on Twitter to post unbelievably wrong Q drops or incredibly stupid things QAnon promoters said. And it's one of my favorite Q drops because uh, Q literally gave us a list of people we can absolutely trust. They're the rock solid inner circle of like Trump's team that that like you know are going to carry Q team across the goal line to victory. And the and the Q drop reads uh, trust sessions. Trump famously fucking hates Jeff Sessions and like pissed like just did a high stepped into the end zone when Sessions lost his run for uh, Senate to Tommy Tupperville in Alabama. And he was like, "Yeah, I cost Jeff Sessions a Senate seat. Fuck that guy. He's a bum." And uh, QAnon had to be like, oh, it's all kayfabe. Oh, Sessions and Trump really love each other. Sessions didn't want to be a senator. <laughs> they were just kidding. And then the next guy after Sessions is literally Trust Ray. Q is just like, Chris Ray, head of the FBI, rock solid. Q, seal of approval. Boom. Love that guy. Couldn't love him anymore. Yeah, but Mike, uh, if you really decipher the post, it's clear that Q was being sarcastic? (laughs) Yes. Like, oh, yeah, you really trust this guy. Yeah. Even though Trump avoided him. It's just like, oh, yeah, he's so trustworthy. Yeah. And uh, the post finishes by saying Trust Kansas, which is their weird code name for Mike Pompeo, and then Horowitz and Huber. And if you don't know who those last two guys are, exactly right. They did nothing. They never did anything. Every last one of them flamed out. So, yeah. Way Horowitz to go, was my English teacher. <laughs> <laughs> was he also uh, famed WWE jobber Barry? No. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Man, I, I really wish I had a Horowitz in my back pocket to pull out right now, but I don't. I was I was expecting this to be this to be the riff I needed to be prepared for. Yes. Damn it, I'm caught my pants down. Um, okay, so the feds run, raid Trump. Uh, QAnon is obviously big mad about this, despite the fact that the guy running the FBI is Trump's guy. Uh, uh, because of course they are. And they also don't like that there was a subpoena for this because of course they wouldn't be. The subpoena obviously was from some Obama judge, et cetera, et cetera, uh, clearly fraudulent, et cetera. Um, but what they don't like talking about is the fact that presumably Trump or Trump's people got a copy of this search warrant. So at any moment they could just tell us what the feds are there looking for. Just be like, here's the illegal stuff we're accused of doing that we totally didn't do. And we have nothing to hide, so we have nothing to fear. It's 9-11 all over again. Uh, <laughs> none of that happened, of course. They don't want to say shit about that. It's the same. It's like Trump, Trump's really weird about He's just like, all these investigations into me are bullshit. And it's just like, well, why don't you just reveal the documents that we're after? And then we'll just clear all this up. And he's just like, I can't do that for reasons that I won't get into here because I don't have any legitimate same thing with his taxes. Same thing with his fucking subpoena. Like, they could just tell us, yo, why are the feds raiding you again? He'd just be like, oh, here's why. Look at this bullshit subpoena. Or uh, not subpoena or whatever. Uh, fucking warrant. warrant. I keep saying subpoena. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, what you said is exactly the situation. Like, it was like when you said his taxes, I was like, exactly right. Like, literally, people would be like, hey, Donnie, release your taxes. Prove to us that you're the super rich billionaire you claim you are. And he'd just be like, ah, they're under audit. I can't do that. It's like being under audit doesn't prevent you from releasing them. And he's like, ah, I'll get around to it sometime later. Hashtag he's like, yeah, but still. And it's right, like, exactly. yeah, yeah, but still is not, an, uh, is not a defense. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, it's so ridiculous. I just so love it. As important as the fact that a former, like literally the former uh, president 
being raided by the FBI for crimes, uh, you know, cr- crimes of which there could be, who knows, because they refuse to show us the warrant. Uh, they, like, that would normally be the most important part of this. But because it's QAnon related, that's not the most important part of this. The most important part of this is the reaction, which is several, like, people, including, like, people in positions of power, claiming that this is, like, an overreach of the government to the point where it's time to start taking up arms and actually considering Civil War Part Two. Like, that was not a funny joke on my part no, when we segued no. into this. They are calling for that. And this, as I foreshadowed earlier, is the part where I... Th- this has always been my position on Civil War Two. Fucking give, give it the old college try there, good old boys. <laughs> as somebody who was born in the South myself, I'll say... I, just go ahead and go ahead and try that one out. We'll see. Once again, we'll see how your AR-15 matches up against Predator drone missile strikes. Like, did, weren't you guys paying attention to when we assassinated that guy, uh, that like Al Qaeda guy? A couple of like we pinpoint targeted him with a missile so good it didn't even break the windows of the house he was in. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's a missile that doesn't even explode. It just flies at you really fast and then unleashes swords when it gets close to you. Yeah, it's so, like a huge bullet made out of swords, and we can pinpoint target you with that from across the world, and all these good old boys in the South are just like, time to take our government back with our shotguns. It's like, dude, it's never gonna happen, mate. Like, even if you manage to get every single person with a gun on, like in your community on your side, that you... Do you really think you're going to be able to overthrow the United States government? What are you? What are you drunk? Have you seen our defense budget? <laughs> yeah, I, I actually saw someone that was just like, "What happens if China were to sneak attacks on a Pearl Harbor thing and then invade Taiwan?" And it's like, you know, Pearl Harbor literally can't happen anymore. We have satellites everywhere monitoring everything. We watch the entire world, and I, I, I like I would see like these like dumb Facebook memes of like the Chinese have built a super aircraft carrier. They have this like picture. And I don't, I don't even know if it's real or not of this like bizarre, gigantic aircraft carrier thing. And I'm like, even if they did build that thing, which I don't think they did, they would have one of it. And America has like 11 aircraft carriers and no other nation on earth has more than like four. So like, Oh, you built a very big aircraft carrier. Great. Our giant, a fleet of aircraft carriers sunk it with all the, all the our planes that are better than your planes. Nobody can win a war with America. Yeah, or or some like eighteen year old kid who was good at Call of Duty, so they put him in a drone control chair, which is like, yeah, yeah, they should get the bingo and the bongo, and now that aircraft carrier is dead. And then they high five uh, their buddies, and it's just like, okay, well, that's that, right? <laughs> like, uh, fucking, like, uh, if you are following the Ukraine war right now, which I, I I have a Ukraine war like Twitter area, like if you talk to, you've been hearing about like HIMARS, like highly mobile uh, rocket systems that America has given to Ukraine. The systems we're giving to Ukraine are like our fucking like first or second generations they're like yeah it's it's like the hand-me-down overalls that your older brother had that you're forced to wear because your parents are too poor to like poor to afford new overalls it's just like here you go like here's your hand-me-down they still work they're not fashionable but they're they're not modern but there they are (laughs) right and ukraine is beating this shit out of russia on an unimaginable scale with our hand-me-downs that's how dumb our military is like you can't you can't win a fight with us. Yeah. Like, so the point is a civil war two is a stupid idea for a number of reasons, but primarily amongst them, if you're trying to convince people that it's a bad idea is that, Hey, you can't win. 
Like, that's why, like, part of the Q mythos that was so powerful and so attractive, at least I would imagine it is, is the fact that, like, when Q is talking about the plan being enacted and, like, the country being taken back, it's always just like, and this is the part where the U- where the U.S. government, like, loses control of the military. The military face turns and, like, suddenly, all of a sudden... The, the full might of the military is in control of patriots and we're taking it back because if that doesn't happen, then patriots, uh, they're never taking control. It's just not going to happen. They're like, nope. it literally can't because the, the military has all of the guns and the best guns. Right. Like, like, yeah, literally the early Q drops were Trump is going to use the national guard and the Marines to crush our enemies. That's literally it. Like Trump's going to declare martial law, and he's going to send in the the military to take care of business and get the job done the way it needs to be done. And that was it. It's like uh, in all in a bunch of Q drops, Q literally says military is the only way because they understand that our military would win any fight against any force. Just that's it. I mean, that's just how this operates. So when you and have that's, that's, that's part of the reason why the thought of like another global conflict, like, you know, I, when, when Pelosi touched down in Taiwan and China started rattling their sabers, people were just like, Oh boy, what if China decides to kill Pelosi? It would just be like, that would end the entire world because America's government and military would start crushing China and they would either have to admit defeat or they would just have to be like, okay, well, it's nuke time. And as soon as it's, as soon as we back up an enemy to nuke time, then everything's over. That's just right. a wrap. There's right. no reason for you to worry about that because when it gets to that point, we'll all be dead. Uh, <laughs> so why stress about it? I mean, if it ever comes to that, we're all going to be dead. It'll be great. Yes. Um, so I like, I was just like, yeah, pretty sure that China is not going to assassinate Nancy Pelosi. So you can calm down. That, that seems like, like if, if if nuclear war destroys all of America and the rest of the world, who's going to buy Chinese goods? You know what I mean? Like, it seems like it would be huge. It, it was the same thing where they're just like, oh, yeah, China developed the bioweapon to, to, to try to destroy the world. It's just like, and then they dropped it on themselves first? What the fuck? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, these people are just so stupid. So, yeah, yeah Civil War Two, bad idea for many reasons. Number one amongst them is that you can't win a civil war in America. Uh, yeah. So why even bother trying? So, yeah. like, hopefully... Cooler heads, relatively, will prevail, and they will just continue to talk about how great it would be if they could go back to go back to the the good old times that we preferred, the 1860s, where minorities and women didn't really have rights, that only white white Americans, pure blooded Aryan Americans, could get the job done. <laughs> um, but the rhetoric is disconcerting, especially coming from the people that it's coming from, which isn't just like some dumb chuckle fuck with a thousand Twitter followers or whatever, but like actual like yeah. elected officials are like, yo, it's go time. Right. You got like people like Marco Rubio going, I, I don't even know what's going on anymore. This is so wild. And it's like, and you had uh, a young kid in Virginia who everyone was telling us, Oh, what a moderate, not Trump Republican. This guy is. That's why he was able to win in Virginia. And he's just like, Trump is the greatest. I don't know what they're doing to this poor man. It's like the entire party is just rallying around the flag. The funniest thing to me is it's like uh, DeSantis, the guy who wants to be king so badly, is here kissing Trump's ass. And it's like, dude, you're literally give, being given the chance to like push Trump out the door and you can't do it. Like, He's here on guess Sunday. What? What'd you say? He's here on Sunday. Oh, you're going to get to see Is he campaigning for Kerry? Uh-huh. And Blake oh. and uh, all the Trump people. 
Oh God, of course he is. Oh, yeah. what a what a groveling, groveling, leading from the rear piece of shit DeSantis is. Oh my God. The fact that anyone thinks that guy has the stones to go against Trump is hilarious to me. Like, it's like, uh, dude, like, I, I, if anyone, uh, you know, Governor DeSantis, come with me. Come with me. I'm going to, Haley and Elle can hang out for a moment. Me and you just, Ron, we're just going to talk. If you think you can wait until 2028 to run for president, ask Chris Christie what it's like to fucking miss your moment. Chris Christie went from being the fucking savior in fucking uh, 2012 to dog shit in 2016. If you don't run when, when the, if you don't strike when the iron's hot, you're nothing. So you either go at Trump right now or you can enjoy being on fucking Celebrity Apprentice with Arnold Schwarzenegger in fucking five years because you'll be a nobody. So yeah. um, maybe he's just maybe he's just waiting for the for the the most like the the highest likelihood of scoring a critical hit. Maybe he's just waiting for the, the feds to come back with whatever goods they get out of Donald Trump's safe, like the P tape or whatever might be in there. I just. I actually I think, said that I think to we're my, all hoping for P tape, right? I mean, I actually, that's, yeah, I said that to one of my friends. Like, my friend was like, "What did they find?" And I was like, "P tape." <laughs> yeah, I mean, what else would Donald Trump have in his locked safe? It's like, like he wanted those women to urinate on the Obama bed, so he wanted it so bad he could, he couldn't possibly get rid of the evidence, but he doesn't want anybody else to see it. The safe at Mar-a-Lago seems like a pretty good place to hide that thing. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, maybe he's just waiting for whatever whatever goods get turned up to just be like, uh, like, oh, you know, I, you know, I was right. I loved Donald Trump the way that you all did, but in light of, the, I mean, look at the evidence. Like, it's you know that evidence is pretty damning. And right. now, now I am your new Trump. Right. Yes. <laughs> well, here's the hoping. Here's the hoping you got it in you, Ron. I don't think you do. Prove me wrong, Ron. Uh, okay, so th- this story is going to be developing, so I'm sure we're, we're going to be talking about uh, the the Mar-a-Lago raid for at least a few weeks here on the on the pod. So I, I feel safe in segueing uh, to to what uh, Haley had had uh, sort of teased earlier, which is we're going to get into. No, that's fine. It happens. All, <laughs> like, we're not professional enough for me to be worried about that. Uh, so uh, we're, we're going to be talking about Alex Jones again, which if you've been listening to the show, you know, I fucking hate talking about Alex Jones. Like it's such a huge nothing. It's a snooze fest. It bought like it. I'm just, oh God. So I have it in our, in our show notes is hopefully the last time we ever need to talk about Alex Jones, but this time the news is actually kind of good. So it should be a slightly heartwarming affirmation of at least a little bit of the life that we lead, which is to say that Alex Jones finally started taking lumps. Mike, how many lumps did Alex Jones take this week? Uh, Alex Jones has allegedly taken about $45 million worth of lumps, which is great. Uh, I've heard all kinds of arguments about, like, some lawyers are like, it's a hard cap of uh, three quarters of a million dollars. That's all he'll ever have to pay to other people saying, well, actually, if you act- extrapolate it out, it comes out to, like, about $9 million. And then you actually have the lawyers who prosecuted the case saying, this case is such a slam dunk. It, we, it may allow us to challenge the constitutionality of this damage cap. And we may get the full amount. We may get all of it. And the other thing that all of these people agree across the board is that no matter how hammered Alex gets from this, be it a total, because he's, he's got, he has to pay the $4 million in, in uh, compensatory damage. The damage that is going to be appealed and fought over is punitive because, like, basically, he's got to give four million to the parents of Sandy Hook to to compensate them. But then the punishment phase of the of the of the payment, the amount of money that he has to pay for being a piece of shit, that's what he can argue over. So he's going to pay somewhere between four and forty six million dollars when it's all said and done. But 
the the thing that people are bringing up as the hammer is that he's going to have to go to Connecticut sometime either the end of this month or early next month for the next trial that he's already lost by default judgment. And everyone said that Connecticut, Connecticut, it's just like write the check to the fucking uh, plaintiffs and hand it over. Connecticut doesn't have damage caps. Connecticut doesn't have any sort of ways to protect the defendant. So what, if, if he got hit for $46 million in funny money in Texas, he's going to get hit for around $50 million in really reals money in Connecticut in about a month. Yeah, so, because it would also look really bad for the state where the, the tragedy happened to kitten mittens the putative <laughs> element of that. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, yes. like granted, Alex Jones didn't commit the that particular crime. He was not the one massacring the kids. But yep. he was the one on there telling everyone, and it's just like, this is bullshit, and all the law enforcement in Connecticut is bullshit, and this is all a false flag thing. The federal government stepped in here and fucked all this up. Connecticut's real stupid, like all this. And it's just like, for Connecticut to just be like, Alex Jones, you have to pay 55 cents to the... Like, it would just be like, okay, well, that looks really bad for your state. So uh, hopefully they're just going to smash Alex Jones. And all of this is on top of the fact that Alex Jones may, down the line, be on the hook for even more prosecution and criminess. Because one of the things that was revealed in his giant fuck-up text barrage that his uh, lawyers sent to the prosecution in error and then did not you know, decide to try to play ball with them to keep out of the light of the day is possibly non-consensual nude photo sending of Alex Jones's wife to Roger Stone. What yeah. the fuck? Yep. Yeah. Uh, this came out that uh, the, the, the lawyers for the Sandy Hook parents had stated that there were quote unquote intimate, uh, uh, posts or uh, communications between Alex Jones and Roger Stone. And at the start, like Roger said something to the effect of, yes, they were intimate. We prayed together. We uh, communicated our faith in God. And then the truth came out that Alex Jones just sent nudes of his wife to Roger Stone. And we don't know if the wife agreed to let him do that or any of that kind of stuff. But yeah. Just, I believe that I believe that the lawyers with with access to this material said that there there was nothing in the materials to indicate that she consented to that. Yeah, now, that, and yeah. that doesn't mean that she did not. It just means that as far as the evidence, like you know, the, the stuff that they can see, there's right. not just like it wasn't like Alex Jones preceded that text with, "Yo, my hot wife just said I could send this to you" or whatever. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So yeah. And uh, uh, if I'm keeping score correctly, or if I, you know, I, I believe, hmm, let me go back and think about it. Uh, yeah, sending nude photos of a person to somebody else without their consent is a crime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah, between the fact that he's uh, sending what is, in, like, some circumstances considered, like, revenge porn or, yeah, that, on top of the fact that we have all of his texts from around January 6th, which uh, the 1-6 committee immediately said, hey, uh, plaintiff's lawyers for the Sandy Hook case in Texas, uh, we would like to subpoena you and those text records. And uh, those those lawyers were like, we comply. We comply immediately. And then the judge in the case was like, yeah, I will not stand in the way. I will not stand in the way of your compliance with the one six committee. So literally, the one six committee got all those texts with the haste from the lawyers. So, like uh, insurrection, revenge porn, any any number of other things that he possibly. Arizona, stop the steal. 
Arizona stopped the steal. All, like, all sorts of things that this fucking asshole was involved in in the last two years is just there. Uh, there's talk that Tucker Carlson is getting all sweaty, nervous that these texts might leak because Tuck Tuck and Alex have been talking a lot for the past two years. And Tucker's got to keep that white supremacy buttoned up and all white collar and looking smooth. And he may have said some untowards things to Alex in those texts that might make him look a little less than just like your standard high minded conservative. So, yeah. Yeah, so, I have to imagine that somewhere amongst these racial slur, uh, somewhere amongst these texts, somebody slipped up and used a racial slur. And, oh, uh, yeah. and, by, and by slipped up, I mean just thought no one would ever going to see it, so they just let him fly. So, right, right, uh, yeah. re- really, really hope to see some of these in the future. And again, uh, despite my optimism that I'll never have to talk about Alex Jones again, of course I will. So we'll just call this one for the time being and uh, say we'll we'll check back in with our buddy Alex, who I hate, uh, at some point down the line. Uh, yeah. But for now, it is time for us to seamlessly transition into our wonderful mailbag segment to answer your burning questions. Our listeners got questions. We got answers. It's time for Q and A. <laughs> so, uh, Cleodora Silvestri, uh, comma, messing, comma, your, comma, uh, CSV says, uh, with the Alex Jones damages judgment and the Trump FBI raid having both happened this week, one singular question is burning upon everyone's minds. What is everyone's all time favorite casino game? Ooh, uh, I mean, I guess probably technically blackjack, although I don't get to play it very often, uh, mostly because I'm too poor to play it at the stakes that they're usually offering at places. And I get why they don't offer like extra low ball blackjack because it's just like burning, you know, payroll or whatever. But uh, I do do, do like a blackjack when I can play it. Um, I'm not going to lie. I'm also sort of just like a sucker for video poker. It's it's just sort of like the 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 little quick dopamine hits over and over again, build up to a big one over time. So. Uh, yeah, that'd probably be my number one and number two. Blackjack followed by Vid Poker. Yeah. Uh, blackjack and craps for me. I kind of don't consider poker to be a casino game because poker's a game where you're playing against other people. You do generally play it in casinos, but I consider a casino game where you're like fighting the dealer or a machine or something like that, where it's you versus the house. And when it comes to me versus the house... Those are the games I enjoy the most, mostly because I know that the odds are the best on those games. And that's why I intellectually play them. I will say that as a casino employee, watching someone crush roulette, that's the thing that gets me the most jealous. Just watching some guy hit like two or three numbers in a row and having the dealer just like ship them mountains of chips. Because when you hit in roulette, you hit really fucking big. And it's just like, I'm just like, God damn, like, man, I want to play some roulette. And then I'm like, wait a minute, the house edge of this game is super brutal. And I'm only remembering the wins. I'm not remembering all the guys who throw $300 down on a spin. And the, the dealer's just like, boom, your $300 down the toilet. Womp, womp. So yeah, that's. Yeah, um, I mean, the, the, the best uh, from the outside looking in, it seems like the best one would definitely be craps. But I have no idea what's going on with craps, aside the fact that. If if there's a craps table where people are having a good time, that seems like the best place to be in a casino. Uh, so I, I like to stand around while craps is happening, but I've never played it because I don't know oh, what the yeah. fuck's going on. Oh, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'll have to teach you craps one day. But yeah, craps is a hot craps table is super fun. It's absolutely the fun. Uh, Haley, do you uh, do you gamble at all? No, not no. at all. <laughs> I don't know anything Ooh. about anything. Oh, we're we're gonna get you in the craps and blackjack. Then those are the right things to do. And I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna turn you into a sports better. You're gonna be making three team parlays in no time. It's, it's popular great. here. 
Oh, uh, do do you guys can uh, you do you know if you can like use like DraftKings or FanDuel to bet on uh-huh. your mobile phone? They even like have planes advertising it in the sky. Oh, okay, because like <laughs> we like because uh, in Massachusetts, in my beloved Commonwealth, literally like Connecticut, I believe I believe Connecticut, Rhode Island, and New Hampshire all have legalized sports betting, and Massachusetts finally agonizingly just dragged the ball across the finish line for legalized sports betting, but they got to go through the whole process of setting up the regulations and uh, determining which uh, what which company is going to get the rights to the mobile app and all that kind of stuff. So it's like. It's like Massachusetts where, and L can vouch for this. If you are at a convenience store, the five people in front of you are all going to fucking buy $50 in scratch and <laughs> play the Powerball and the Mega Millions. We are the most degenerate fucking gamblers in America, bar none. And it took forever for us to get legalized sports betting. It's so fucking ridiculous. Yeah, although uh, I like if if we were to, if we were to try to get anyone, uh, including Haley, into gambling on anything, why would we do sports gambling or whatever? Uh, can't can't you bet on like like can't you just do weird prop bet shit now? Like like aren't there just like weird places where you can put money down on like you know uh, elections and like all, all sorts of weird shit? Like, oh well, yeah, uh, I, I've heard that I've heard Predict It might go out of business in a year or two, but yeah, you can go on like Predict It's website and just like literally, like yeah, if you wanted to bet on Katie Hobbs winning the election against Carrie Lake, you can do that on Predict It. It's it's wild. There's sites that like you can do that kind crazy of crazy stuff. stuff. I mean, the internet has to allow you to gamble on stuff that's more interesting than sports. Yeah, right. Oh, they do. Oh, they absolutely do. <laughs> Um, so, also, we have um, a lot of casinos here. Oh, sweet! Yeah, uh, yeah. We'll have to get you over there. We'll have fun. Uh, no, you. don't do that. Uh, casinos, uh, casinos, casinos are, are uh, casinos are fucking sad places. I mean, they they're, really they're are. So I've, I've been to Foxwoods several times, and uh, you know, Foxwoods. It's sort of like if you're the sort of person who used to like getting together with a group of friends and just going to the mall. And just like walking through a place and like looking at stuff and eating some food and spending some money that you don't mind like blowing on useless crap, then yeah, a casino trip is really fun. But man, uh, it like if you don't go into one of those places with that that sort of mindset and you're just like look like if you accidentally look around at the people that are gambling, it's just like oh, this place is incredibly sad. Like, yeah. All of these people are just here blowing money that they probably can't afford to lose. Just it just flushing it right down the toilet like so much Trump document, and oh. it's really rough. <laughs> yeah, there was a guy. Um, there was a guy who would play roulette, and I swear. And when he would lose, he would like scream, and it oh, was like no. it was like it was like super painful. I was like, I don't. I, this guy needs to leave. I like. I feel terrible. I feel, I feel terrible doing this to him. Yeah. So uh, having having that uh, credible optimism, let's go to this unbelievably optimistic question. Uh, Roj Loge, Loge, Roj Roj Games asks: uh, Is there any is there anyone doing a dystopia Q narrative where Q lost and the deep state is inevitably going to win to explain the failures of Q's predictions? <laughs> I think that would be really funny and entertaining for me and for people that would like to see that for like the kind of performance art that it is. But the thing is, is that QAnon for as sick and as twisted and as awful as it is, it is a hope based movement. Like everything is about getting the sucker to believe that the payoff is coming down the hill and that they might be able to get away with it. Like something's going to happen. Like they're going to get uh Jasira, Nisira money, Iraqi dinars, like uh, money's going to be revalued because we're going to go back on the gold standard. There's so much hope, hopium and copium in the movement that like, if someone actually just wrote Q failed, we're fucked. Like, 
the bad times are coming. Like it, people just wouldn't listen to it. So they don't. I just want, it. It's like it's like the same score from the opening of Terminator Two, where like you know the the T eight hundred like foot comes out and crushes the human skull, and then like the camera yeah. pans out, and you can see there's just piles of piles of skeletons and like robots fighting with lasers and stuff. It's that, but the score is the same. But it's just like the dark future where Dark Brandon defeated Q, and it's like. Ah, uh, these trans people are treated like regular people, and uh, poor people have access to health care. And uh, minorities are just getting murdered in the street as often for no good reason. And it's just like, yeah, what a dystopia! This fucking sucks. Oh, uh, what, a, well, what a world to live in. Oh no! I, also, oh. I was thinking about this the other day because a friend asked me if uh, the cyberpunk ga- like game that came out two years ago is finally stable enough to play on their PC, and I was like, maybe. Uh, and that got me thinking about cyberpunk, which I haven't done in a while. And it's just like, man, I bet that a lot of conservatives out there are like super into cyberpunk, like not like the aesthetic, just sort of like the idea. It's like, cause you know, it's, it's attractive to a lot of people, myself in- included, like, you know, this weird version of the future, like where it's just like, ah, it's a more fun version of corporate overlordship than what we have now. But, in but those games are so, it's just like, I just love the idea that somewhere out there that there's a conservative that's just like, I love cyberpunk. I like, I really like the idea of being able to modify my body however I want. And it's just like, oh, including going from male to female. And they're just like, no, that, what? No, absolutely not. I, I, I meant, I meant giving myself big metal gorilla arms. And it's just like, really? Big metal gorilla arms is cool, but deciding that maybe you'd want to be a female instead of a male, that's a bridge too far. Yeah. And it's just like, and it's just like, you know, and for the people for the people that exist that are trans, it's not a choice. They're like trapped. They're trapped inside of their stupid meat suit. And for them, like I can imagine the, the cyberpunk ideal being incredible. You can just go visit a doctor and he could robot up your body however they want it. But these people are just like, no, only the gorilla arms or the big the big metal blades that go by are so I can kill people I don't like. None of the other possible like, you know, transhumanist stuff. I mean, no right. likey that that right. very bizarre. No, no uh, body modifications to improve my mental health. Only body body modifications to help me kill and smash more. And it's like, okay, great. Yeah. What what a bunch of clowns. Yes. Uh, So uh, Pancake Peasant asks, uh, do QAnon JFK enthusiasts have any theories involving Nancy Pelosi and JFK? And he's got a photo of a young Nancy Pelosi hanging out with JFK. And, and the answer is no, because Kennedy is supreme good and Nancy Pelosi is supreme bad. So uh, the two of them ever meeting in any way that was not aggressively adversarial would uh, be uh, unacceptable. How Although, old is Nancy Pelosi? My God! Oh uh, uh, yeah, she's in her mid eighties. She is a she is an old she's an old bird. That Nancy Pelosi. Uh, okay. I mean, it's, well, like, it's like there are pictures of Nancy Pelosi hanging out with JFK, and it's just like woof. I mean, like, I know a lot of the people that run our country are old, but, like, does it make me, does it make me intolerant if I think that people that are that old should maybe not have their hands on the wheel? I don't know. Oh, 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 oh uh, genocracy is a term I see bandied about a lot on the internet. Uh, Pelosi's 82. So. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm sure that there are plenty of octogenarians out there that have their full mental capabilities and all that stuff. But I've met a lot of, like, anecdotally, the octogenarians I've met, I don't want them operating a saucer of ice cream machine, much less the United States of America. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> oh, uh, I will on the spot just create a conspiracy theory where Nancy Pelosi met JFK and was smitten by him, and then when she saw that Jezebel Marilyn Monroe trying to seduce him at that at that uh, gala event with the Happy Birthday song, she flew into a violent rage, and then one day murdered Marilyn Monroe. 
Because if, if, if Nancy couldn't have JFK, nobody could. Except for Jackie. Yeah, and then Nancy Pelosi wore her dress to the Met Gala and destroyed it, and everybody was like, yes. boo. Yeah, boo. Take that, Pelosi. That lady, lady from 100 years ago wore that dress. Boo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the nerdy horror fan says, I don't have a question. I just can't wait for this week's podcast. It's going to be bigly. Lol. So thank you. Thank you, the nerdy horror fan. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Ho- hopefully, hopefully it delivered. We have a special guest star. It's been cool talking about like yeah. Arizona stuff that I yeah. don't know fuck all about because I've never <laughs> been to Arizona. Well, I drove through Arizona while I was on the traveling carnival as a child. But aside from that, I've never been to Arizona. (laughs) Uh, It's not that And, yep, our last questions are basically, there's like a a couple people asked the question of like how between Arizona's bullshit and the Trump indictment, how likely it is, is it that somebody's going to do some fucking terrorism? And the answer is, to me, likely. Very yeah. likely. Unfortunately, uh, Mike and I are simpatico on this. I would say that the the odds of some sort, like certainly not the civil war they want, but definitely some, you know, the 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 terrorism of violence. Yeah, to ra- yeah, exactly. That's a good way to say it. Just sort of like the the Yosemite Sam style shooting your guns up in the area version Random. of terrorism. Uh, randomly directed at probably people of color what a world yeah and elected officials and yeah yeah. i i cannot say the word and i know that me my attempt is going to fail uh because i'm just really terrible but stochastic terrorism basically it's just uh basically a bunch of cowards uh just talking about someone needs to do something about what's happening in america parentheses you know what that something is and i ain't gonna do it yeah they someone some someone read you needs to stop the globalists read the enemies i scream about on my podcast radio show twitter feed or whatever all day long or else they will enslave us so uh do with that information what thou wilt. And uh, if you happen to go shoot up some c- congressperson's office or take a take a swing at some uh, rich, powerful person that I've deemed a bad liberal, then, uh, hey, I didn't do it. I don't know what you're talking about. So, yeah. So I, I think it's really, really likely. What, yeah, and, and, and not immediately, like, not, it, like if it's not happening in the near future, certainly if anything comes of this raid, like if Donald Trump is ever put in handcuffs for any reason, even if he never sees the inside of a prison cell, if he's ever put in handcuffs, like something is probably going to get bombed. Like it's just like the the people they're just so their zealotry is so powerful that at some point, like the, at some point, some number of them uh, are going to like actually take up the call to action. And all we could really do is hope that those people don't cause too much damage before they are incarcerated for whatever crimes they decide to commit. Yes, exactly. I, and like what what uh, what Haley was saying earlier about like how there were already fucking people in a Republican primary, like seeing people walking up the ballot boxes and being like, hey, what are you doing in that ballot box? What do you think you're doing? It's like, what do you think is going to happen in the general election if the polling stays the way it is? And it's just like Katie Hobbs is up like 12 over Carrie Lake going into election day. You think they're the QAnon brainworm infected idiots are just going to fucking take that laying down there they're going to be out in front of polling places of ar-15s looking at every non-white person walking towards the, the ballot box going hey what are you doing i want to see your id and the person be like no you can't you can't do that and then we're going to see if that guy's got the nerve to fucking try to make a citizen's arrest or make a move on him because 
they're going to do. I, I, I will be shocked if we go through this election without ballot intimidation. If oh, yeah. people people at polling places trying to fucking run somebody off because they're not white or they're a woman and they're wearing a shirt that's just like, hey, uh, Roe v. Wade getting overturned fucking pissed me off. So that's why I'm here. That was I mean, what happened. I, that was one of the incidents that was reported here. It was a woman dropping off a ballot for her husband, which is legal here because you're allowed yeah. to drop off like there's people you're allowed to drop off your ballot of like people you live in the house of and stuff. Oh yeah. Um, oh. And they were like, why do you have two ballots? And it was like, I think militia dudes. And she was yeah. like, I felt like they were armed. So I just ran away. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. I exactly. Got, c- couldn't help, couldn't help but notice that the, uh, the person getting antagonized in that story was a woman. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Shocking. Like, like if, if, if I show, like I would fucking love to show up to a ballot place with two ballots and have some uh, some guy come up because you know, like uh, on top of being shaped like the Michelin Man, I'm also like six three. So like I'm just a huge guy. So very very rarely do I get fucked with. If anybody wants to come up to me? Well, you got two ballots. I'd be like, uh, because I'm turning one in for my spouse, and we're both voting fucking Democrat. And what are you going to do about it? You got that heater? Are you going to start blasting? Shut the fuck up. And then they'd be like, <laughs> they'd be like, oh well, me no likey. Uh, actually, having somebody check me on this. So, and then they would shrink like a violet because they're all pussies. Um, <laughs> which is a term I do not like using, but sometimes it is the only appropriate one. Fuck those people. I hate them so much. Yeah. Like, and the thing about the thing, that, the thing to me that makes me laugh about that is that if they saw you, they would think that you were part of the white guy club. Like, like because I'm in a casino and my clientele is all old white men, the amount of shit people say around me or to me because they think I'm part of the club is like horrifying. Like all the racist dumb shit they say. And I'm just sort of like, I'm an employee. I can't get into a fight with this customer right now. This sucks. But if they cross the line, I tell management after the fact, but uh, it's just, yeah. Hey, like I'm just invisible. I think there's, I'm either the help or I'm a bro. And that's just the way it works. Yeah. So if this is part of the reason why our, like, you know, our society is obviously fucked and totally broken because I can just sit here and just be like, yeah, my layers upon layers of privilege means that somebody is probably not going to fuck with me at the ballot box. Like, I right. could show up with a whole big Santa Claus sack full of ballots if I wanted to at the ballot box. And they'd just be like, look, at that person is Caucasian and male. He is fine. Like, you yeah. do not disturb him. Do right. not disturb that Caucasian male. Uh, l- allow him to do his business. And yeah. They would probably form, like, a wall around me to make sure that I could safely get to the ballot box. Because they would just assume that my sack is filled with big Republican ballots. Because they're just like, oh, he's he's got he's bald and with a beard and he's white and he's male. Like like I, I assume he's got a penis. So like, l- let him do his thing. And it's just like, okay, well, <laughs> sucks for you, McGillicuddy. My huge ballot is full of like uh, like like any of the slips that aren't a ballot that says I want to vote for this Democratic person, or this uh, this uh, Democrat is uh, just a slip of paper that I wrote fuck conservatives on and just threw it in there. <laughs> <laughs> like a like a gift for whoever's counting those. Yeah. And uh so we'll round up the night with uh what we always say, which is what are you looking forward to? Uh I will uh I'll start to give everybody else some time. So my friends and I have been doing something incredibly nerdy uh recently, a collaborative group project. We are putting together a Magic the Gathering Cube. Uh and that process is almost complete, which means at some point in the next couple of weeks I will get to I will get to draft and play our Magic the Gathering Cube, which is very exciting to me. Uh not just because I, I love cube drafting um and playing that game under those circumstances, but also it was just good to get together with some friends and do something that is like lightly creative. Uh, but just in a group. It's been a while since I've done that. Usually, like the the creative endeavor I do every week is usually putting on the podcast or doing bonus podcast content. 
And like, you know, it's, it's fun to exercise creative muscles that aren't talking into a can. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I will yield the floor to Haley for whatever you're looking forward to doing. Um, I'm not really looking forward to much because it's like, ugh, what's the next thing coming? The Ron DeSantis rally? Fun. So we'll go with lunch. I'm looking forward to lunch. I'm going to get Hell some yeah. lunch. Hell do yeah. Do, do, do you have a lunch in, like, in mind or is it just I, sort of? I think of... I might go to Black Bear Diner. Do you, do you guys know what a Black Bear Diner is? No, uh, no, it's no I'm not diner. familiar with that. It's, it's, it's got a bear theme. <laughs> that's, that sounds like the Bugaboo Creek that we had here back in the day. <laughs> that's, that's so weird. I was I was also thinking about Bugaboo Creek. They also serve yeah. alcohol. So it's just like, what a great breakfast. Nice. Oh, I do love yeah. a diner. D- diners too, are probably my, my, my favorite establishment. <laughs> Although I, I am kind of a diner snob. I've been to places that they're just like, we're a diner. And I'm just like, cool, can I get a milkshake? And they're like, we don't serve milkshakes. I'm just like, well, then you're not a diner. Sorry. Mike, I'm going <laughs> to go and I'm going to show you the bare hell that this place is. It's oh, great. I, well, we will post that to the hell world on Twitter feed. <laughs> That's absolutely going to happen. A- a- adventures in bare hell world. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, I am looking forward to the fact that uh, my work schedule has finally been sorted out and I don't have to go through the bullshit I've been going through for the past uh, month or so. So I'm very happy about that. And uh, even though it's going to be fake uh, football uh, this Thursday, at least I get to see people wearing Patriots uniforms traipsing about a field this week. So that will be exciting that like my favorite form of sports ball has returned. Will they, will, will they be in control, Mike? Uh, they, uh, maybe I will say maybe uh, it does feel unfortunately like the Buffalo Bills may be in control for a, for a while now, but we'll see. Uh, oh, uh, <laughs> did I tumble through the looking glass? Am I in a parallel dimension? Did, did I, I just hear you say that the Bills seemed like they looked good this season? You know what? If, if that's the weirdest thing that happens in the next six months, then I, so be it. I, I will accept our <laughs> bill overlords. Right now, they are the betting favorite to win the Super Bowl. That's the universe you're living in right now. It's very wild. It's very ah uh, yes. Yeah, so I see the sports books have dis- have discounted uh, literally all of history prior to this season. They're Come just see like, the Super Bowl in Arizona. Isn't it going to be here? Uh yeah. I, think, I don't know if it's going to be there this year, but it, I know the Arizona gets it all the time. Uh, the Patriots have won a Super Amazing. Bowl, and lost a Super Bowl in Arizona. Yeah, Mike, br- br- break off that Super Bowl cash. Just yes. casually go to the bowl. <laughs> Actually, uh, you're like 14 grand hanging out or whatever, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, actually, my mom may be going to Arizona for two different. Uh, she's going to go there for a, potentially a Patriot game and a Tampa Bay Buck game to watch Tom Brady uh, in like a two to three week span. So she, my mom may be visiting your uh, majestic hellscape very soon. Nice. So we see that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, rock on. Well, uh, all, all, all great things to be excited about. I think my favorite answer was probably lunch because once it got yes. brought up, I, I, I too became hungry. <laughs> uh, but that is going to do it for our show for the week. So it is time for us to uh, think our happiest thoughts, sprinkle our fairy dust on us and fly out of hell world for the week. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And especially huge thank you to our special guest, Haley. Haley, where can the people find you on the Internet if they would like to consume more of your content? I'm just on Twitter. It's just Arizona Right Wing Watch or AZ underscore RWW. I never do this. I don't know. I forget. Uh, well, there we go. Well, I, I search Twitter for right. Arizona Right Wing Watch. <laughs> uh, and you can find Haley if you're interested in more of her content uh, regarding the political goings on and uh, her. It's all Arizona. You know, all <laughs> Arizona all the time. Like, n- 
you don't you don't have to worry about the rest of the globe. The 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 idiots at Hellworld have got that lightly covered. Uh, but <laughs> and, uh, but and, yeah. and for the record, she did get her uh, handle right. It is that. So yes. Yeah. Oh, and also for the record, because Sarge isn't here to do the in person thank you, I will thank you on Sarge's behalf. Uh, Sarge received the care package of stuff that came oh, from yeah. you, correct? Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the the care package package of stuff, including the terrible shirt that was boring, uh, which is not your <laughs> fault, of course. It's it's their it's fault wrong. for having boring merch. Uh, but the the Ron poster that we talked about on the last week's episode is very. Very, very funny. Uh, so thank you again for doing that for oh, yeah. Sarge and for us. Uh, and thank you, the listener, uh, for listening to the show this week and every week if you're a regular. Uh, your continued support helps us a lot. You can continue to support us for free by listening to the show, uh, telling other people to listen to the show, or giving us a five-star review wherever your podcast is provided. If you have money and you would like to support us with that money, you can do so by visiting our Patreon at patreon.com slash pokerpolitics, where you can find over 40 hours of bonus content, including series such as Kabbalan, What We Do Out of Shadows, and Mule's Errand, each of which we take a different piece of QAnon-related media and uh, bust it down over a series of 30-ish minute episodes. Uh, all that stuff is available in the back catalog and any future content for anyone who donates $5 or more to the Patreon. And we love everybody who is supporting us. Uh, so thank you very much for your support. If you have money and you would like to give it to a charitable organization that is not a group of idiots talking into a can about QAnon on the internet, we totally understand. You can take that money and donate it to love146.org. They're an organization whose vision is the end of child trafficking and exploitation, a thing that QAnon claims to hate but never really seems to be doing anything about. So you can do something about it like a true patriot if you'd like to. Or you can donate that money to whatever charity happens to be supporting Ukraine in their defense against Russian aggression. Or as always, you can use it to help support uh, your blue candidates in races, especially if they're close. So tons and tons of ways Local to make abortion money funds. useful. There we go. Boom. There we go. T- tons and tons of ways to make that money useful, uh, even if you're not giving it to us. So uh, go ahead and do whatever your uh, heart tells you to. Thank you to DJ Minimal Effort for use of our intro song. Still no social media for DJ Minimal Effort. So here's your shout out, bro. You'll probably never hear it. Uh, shout out to our buddy Frosty for all of his voice work on the show, including being the voice of Q, doing all of our bumps, etc. You can find him on Twitter at FrostyVO. You can find me on Twitter at HellworldL. That's Hellworld spelled with a Q instead of an O. Uh, you can find Mike on Twitter, of course, at PokerPolitics. And you can find the show itself on Twitter at Hellworld, H-E-L-L-W-Q-R-L-D. Uh, and you can uh, follow us there for all of our goofs and gaffes and other things that start with G that we do on the internet uh, that don't make it to the show. So go ahead and follow us there and keep yourself up to date with our goings on. And that is going to do it for another successful episode of the Avengers and Hellworld podcast. Uh, One last final thank you to our special guest host, Haley, a.k.a. Arizona Right Wing Watch. And that's going to do it for us. As always, I have been your host, or one of your hosts, the Mysterious L, uh, joined by uh, Haley and our expert in all things QAnon crazy, Mr. Mike Rains. Good speed. Patriots. Good speed, Patriots. (laughs) Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.